Hey, hey, I'm Marisa Monaco, and you're listening to What Are You Doing in Q2? Today, my guest is on quite the journey. She's gone from a New York City creative director to running a wholesale produce company in suburbia, but this was before COVID hit. Cut to COVID time, she now runs, uh, I guess you could call it a micro farm. Uh, not really, but without further ado, please welcome my next guest. Hello, my name is Felicia Carr, and in 2021, I hope for neutral ground for everyone. Amen, sister. Amen. Me fucking too. I mean, we can we can harp on that if you'd like, but um, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I, I, we don't have to. Let's not harp on it and just let it marinate with my whole audience, my my millions yeah. of fans yeah. listening. <laughs> I feel like no matter, no matter what people are being on, I feel like it can apply to so many things that are going on in each individual person's life that you don't even need to get into the specifics. Yes, this statement applies to pretty much every aspect of life at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so tell me, what have you been up to? So you live a very uh, unique life. Um I mean, where do I begin? I feel like my life is always just like very crazy. Um, but I was in advertising for people who don't know me. I was in advertising together with you. And when we got laid off from Hershey's, I my life kind of just butt up to a family emergency. I moved home to Boston or a little bit outside of Boston and I am now helping my family's wholesale produce company run and operate on a daily basis. <laughs> so, yeah, it's uh, completely different than what we're all used to, you know, in New York and clients and being creative and making billboards and commercials. It's just, it's truly, I guess you'd say like a blue collar, blue collar business. You are certainly living the blue collar life and <laughs> yeah. I love following it on social media. <laughs> it is quite interesting. Yeah. A lot of people like just don't believe it or they're just very confused because I feel mm-hmm. like I was so gung ho New York. You were very, yeah. yeah, you were very NYC, very look at my fur coat, but like in the most, you know, now I'm not saying you were like, look at me, but I mean, you were someone to admire, right? Like I admired you all the time. I still do. And I'm going to just add, because you didn't mention it, for people who don't know you, you were pushed into this life well before COVID. So it's not like you had to take over because of coronavirus. You were doing this for like two years before COVID hit. Right. Yeah. And I I feel like because when you had asked me about like quarantine and stuff like that, I, I feel like I obviously was thrown into this you know, family emergency, you know, a couple of years back, but I've always kind of struggled with, you know, I'm not in New York anymore. I'm not, you know, wearing fur coats. Wearing like, fur. Oh, you're not wearing fur coats to your uh, pro And like shop. dyeing my hair pink anymore. It doesn't really make sense in the suburbs. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I, well, even though, I mean, quarantine and COVID has been so terrible for so many people it did give me a sense of for me personally a sense of like I can close that chapter with New York 
and move on because so many people were in New York, especially like you understand everyone's lives in New York City are completely different. You oh, either yeah. lost your job or you're moved out of the city. You moved back in with your parents. You know, you did so many things happen to everybody in New York that it was um, for me, it was comforting in a way because I could kind of I could kind of let New York go a little bit because a lot mm-hmm. of the time here. Everyone I, was forced to let it go in a sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, even though it's a horrible situation, I definitely was able to kind of close that door and, and focus over here where I am now, which is what I should always be doing. But, you know, mm-hmm. it's it's hard. But um, quarantine, quarantine, quarantine has been, um, it's almost like... I've made like a little compound here at my house and it just like keeps going. And I don't even know, like, it's never going to stop. I don't think, but you know, like when COVID hit, what did we think? It was going to be like two weeks. Yeah. Like I remember, like I, all I did, I just, I got ingredients to make cookie dough and I got a little bit of extra oatmeal and I was like, dad, we're going to stay in for the weekend. (laughs) And you got a lot of a shit ton of burrata and prosciutto. (laughs) yeah like I just it was like a snow weekend you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. we just thought it was gonna be like a week or two and we would all be back to our normal lives and that just wasn't the case for anyone I mean we're we're still in it and we're it's a year later you know Mm -hmm. and it's like thank god that we didn't know it was going to be a year in 20 no I think people would have set things on fire then thank god we didn't know (laughs) Yes, people are setting things on fire now, but at least there was kind of like a gradual build up to that. Point. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> um, but, you know, for for me, I think my experience just with quarantine and COVID has been probably a little bit different because our business is still considered an essential mm-hmm. business. So we never closed. Um, we still operated just as we do every day. Um, so like I said, our business really wasn't, um, it was affected like in sales. Sales have obviously gone down because I'd probably say like 85% of our business is restaurants and they were hit really harshly. Um, but for us, we stayed open. So I didn't lose my job. Um, I just had to kind of like do some workarounds in our business. I had to like move the driver's schedules around, which was hard Mm -hmm. because, you know, I'm taking money away from them. Um, but my goal was to not let anybody go because I don't think I could, I mean, they all have families, you know, that would, yeah. And you, and you know them personally, it's not like it's a big corporation. It's yeah. We, I mean, it is a mom and pop like produce. Yeah. I mean, we have 10 employees and they all have families, they all have children. So instead of letting somebody go, I just kind of worked their schedules a little bit differently. So we only lost a few sales, but like I said, we, we've been going along ever since. Um, but I mean, nobody could really leave their home, you know? Um, so I remember like right around like March and April of 2020, they, um, we sell eggs wholesale. So you can get like 30 dozen eggs and, uh, the price of eggs, like quadrupled. I mean, it was oh, wild. Yeah, the that's eggs true. Been like $35. I was selling them for like over a hundred dollars. So, um, 
you know, dad and I spend way too much time together and we were just joking that we should get chickens and sell eggs. <laughs> so, so all. yeah, so somehow I got it stuck in my head that I was just going to get chickens. I don't really know if my thought process went to that I would be able to provide enough eggs to sell them. Um, but so I just like, I mean, and you know how I am. I just kind of like go down a rabbit hole and then I'm just like on this journey. Um, so I found, um, some, there are, they are, they're, I hear them. They're locked. See, in their, they're, they're chiming in. <laughs> they're, they're locked in their coop because it's raining. Um, they are very, they are very loud. <laughs> um, so I found these like really fluffy ones that I liked. I found a man named Bruno on Craigslist um, that was selling them out of his garage in Rhode Island. Um, and I was naming them after a few friends. So they needed to have specific feather color. Um, and I didn't know at the time, but you can't, uh, most chickens, you can't uh, tell their gender until they're like three months old. That's crazy. So, Cause you like think about babies or baby, other baby animals. And it's like, Oh, so it's he a girl. Like, oh, it's a boy. <laughs> But for chickens, it's for chickens, especially it's kind of important because there's no need for you to have a rooster. Yeah. It's like, well, other than that noise we just heard, you know, that beautiful alarm. But there really (laughs) is no need for anyone to have a rooster unless you want to like continue breeding chickens, really. Uh, Yeah. Um, So unless you're going to become a chicken breeder. (laughs) I have no intention. So of course the guy, Bruno, he had like a skull mask and like, I I was just... (laughs) He was a character. Can I get uh, Bruno on the show? Honestly, you should. Because he had like such an influx of chickens and ducks. And he was doing it because his like daughter wanted to hit them. And she was only like eight years old. And I was like, oh, wow. I was like, I was like, eight-year-olds are so like ADD. Like they'll, they'll yeah. want a chicken one day. And the next day they don't want chickens anymore. Like, and now Bruno's you a know, chicken breeder. Now he's a chicken breeder. So anyway, so I drove to Rhode Island. I got these chickens. He said, by the way, they 50-50 shot their roosters or hens. Mm-hmm. And, and you got course, them as eggs, correct? No, I got them one okay. week old. And I was oh. like, okay, sure. Like, that'll be a fun story. <laughs> Cut to three months later, um, I have two roosters, which is <laughs> so, so pointless. And I have one hen. Um, and, and also where we live in Massachusetts, the town that we're in, you're, it is illegal to own a rooster on a resident <gasps> property. Oh so shit. Have the cops I, ever like approached you no, or no? I okay. have been waiting. I've been waiting for somebody to knock on my door and take away the roosters. But there is a farm um, downtown that if they did tell me I need to get rid of them, that I would probably try to donate mm-hmm. them somewhere so that I at least know that they're okay. Have a happy, safe home. But I mean, they're so, you know, they're, I don't want to say they're intelligent, but they know their names. When I call them, they come. Hey, that's you know, pretty they smart. They, they want to be, you know, they're kind of, they're kind of similar to like a dog where they'll follow you around and they want to kind of be wherever you are. So if I'm in the yard or if they know, like I met at the house, they'll be at the door and like they, they jump at the window when I'm washing the dishes in the kitchen. And I mean, they're, they're really cute. Um, and I have, um, I have two more chickens coming. Um, <gasps> oh my gosh. Spoiler alert. I did not know. <laughs> 
This is so, news to me. Congratulations. Thank you. I will are they to- definitely chickens or they, you don't know yet? Well, so I have um, gone now that I've learned, now that I know more about chickens, um, I have requested them. So they'll, they won't be coming to me a week old. They'll be coming to me like three months three old months. so that I know exactly what I've got on my hands. Um, but I don't, to plug, because I know you know that I'm into some really weird documentaries. I watched the documentary, which I believe it's for free on Amazon right now. It's called Chicken People. I was just going to say, tell you me you're about it? to tell me. I have yet to watch it, but Jamie, as you know, my partner, she has been talking about chicken people for literally years. You know, like people go to dog shows and show their dogs. It's people who show their chickens and it is on my list, but I'm like, I told her when you got chickens, I was like, and then they started getting older. I'm like, Felicia has these gorgeous chickens. It's literally like chicken people. Well, you know, so to that point, so I watched the documentary Chicken People and a couple of the breeders had these like wicked fluffy chickens and they can't even see their faces are so yes. fluffy. So that's what, when I did decide to get chickens, I was like, well, if I'm going to get a chicken, they have to be the chickens from chicken. Yeah, they have to be gorgeous. So we've just transferred our fur coats to now just chicken. <laughs> yeah. So then, so when I found, so the breed is called a silky chicken mm-hmm. and they're a rare breed. They don't, cause most chickens you can buy a like tractor supply, like a, your nearest tractor supply. You can get them anywhere. They're like 25 cents. The ones in chicken people, they're a rare breed, silkies, and you can't really get them just anywhere. And of course, in the beginning, I didn't know anyone. That's why I found my friend Bruno on on Craigslist. So when my chickens grew up, I mean, you've seen a picture of my chickens. Like, they're just like ghetto. They're They're like, um, you know how you hear like ragamuffin cats? They're like (laughs) ragamuffin chickens. They are a whole bunk cast. They are ragamuffins. So all three of them are supposed to be really, really fluffy. Peter... Peter just looks like a wet dog all the time. (laughs) They're not fluffy. So they're not considered like a fluffy bearded silky. So I don't, I haven't, the the female, the black one, is that Lindy? Lindy. I think she's pretty beautiful. Lindy has a little bit of a top hat. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's just because she's a female that she was like, no, I will come through, but she's like pretty hot. (laughs) Yeah. But the roosters are just ugly as sin. So, (laughs) So when I, so my second time around on the chickens, I reached out to the actual breeder from chicken. Um, Shut the fuck up. So I think think her name was Sherry. I believe her name is Sherry. I think her name is. So I reached out to her and I was like, your silkies are gorgeous. And like my whole bunch. How do I get one? Yeah. They need need a refresh here. So (laughs) I bought one from her for way more money than I need to tell. I have spend on a chicken. (laughs) And so she said to me, she, she was like, well, do you want, there's two levels of chickens. Do you want, <laughs> do you want the conversations that I get into with people now are just insane. Cause I'm like, what am I talking about? Literally? So what has my life become? She's like, you can get a show bird, like a competition yes, chicken, a yeah, or you could yeah. just get like a regular chicken. And I was like, you know what? Like the cast I've got over here is like, not well, give me the show bird. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Oh my God. Are you going to show it or you just want a show bird to have a show bird? Um, well, um, I'll probably end up doing a chicken competition because there happens to be one a couple towns over. It's at a, it's at like a fair, like a, I don't know how you like Oh my God. Felicia, when is it going to be? Can I come? Like when will it be? 
So it it's like a county fair and we actually deliver to the county fair, like all the stands that have like, you know, uh, chicken wings and fried food. We and then you show chickens <laughs> next so to the chicken like, rings. <laughs> so I was like, well, I'm going to be at this fair. So like I should just hop on over to the chicken, the chicken competition. So I'll see, I had to figure out like all the rules and regulations because I'll probably get the chicken within the next month. And I don't know if they have to be a certain age. So there might be like an age mm-hmm. gap. And she'll still be pretty small come October yeah. is when it is. Do they have like mini chicken competition? <laughs> like these are the babies and these are the teenagers and these are the elderly. Um, I don't, I don't know. I do need to get a little bit more in depth with it. I looked it up. I know like it's in October. There's also a competition for like roostering. So I could technically get Peter over here into a, yeah. a roostering competition. Um, so that's Give him gonna, a purpose. <laughs> so that, but when these chickens show up, they're going to look ridiculous to this little like backyard gang I have. Is there, she's getting, she's huge and white and fluffy. And like Peter just, like I said, looks like a wet dog. <laughs> Wait, so you got two chickens or one? So I've got one from Sherry. Who one we from think Sherry. Her name. Okay. Shelly. Showbird. Um, I think it's Harvest Breeze Farm. And, um, but by far she's the best silky chicken breeder out there. Cause now I've done my yeah. research. Right, right, right. Now we know what we're looking yeah, at. I don't need Bruno anymore. Mm-hmm. And Sorry, so Bruno. <laughs> then I've got my second chicken coming, and it's a different breed. It's considered a Polish chicken. And those are the chickens that have, like, real svelte bodies, and they have these huge top hats. So yes. Yes. this one is all black body with – he'll have, like, a huge white top hat. Oh, my God. Okay, I can't wait for the photo shoot that's coming. <laughs> so these two are gonna look ridiculous um, and you're not getting rid of any of your og crew right like no, the, no. Egg, the eggplant cre- coop is yeah. just um gaining two more members yeah well my so my okay. coop can hold six chickens so oh, okay so we're chilling so then i'll have now five. you'll have five yeah and then my then my thought process was then well now if i have a show breed chicken like honestly i should start breeding them because Maybe I could make some. What else are we doing? Exactly. Right. Could you imagine art director, creative director turned um, produce uh, manager, produce like aficionado turned chicken breeder? I mean, it's going to happen, I'm sure. It's happening. Well, I don't mean that. I feel like that's the type of person that I am, though. Like, whenever something happens to me, I'm always like, well, it'll be a good story. So let's just like go with it. And then all of a sudden. Like my whole goal was to just get chickens to sell eggs. And now I'm now you're having showbirds. Yeah. 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 Oh my and God. I could, like, I could sell them online and sell their eggs and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, I'm about to get a chicken. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no, I mean, if I never move back to New York, why not? Yeah, you uh, should. Wait, I'm just so curious. Um, and this is just my own personal curiosity. So sorry, listeners, if you don't give a fuck. So you have a German shepherd. Yes. who never had chickens before. He's older. He's not like he's a puppy. Yep. And he, but he's not old that he's like old dude. I just mean, he's older, right? Yep. He's not like a, it's, it's not like he's six. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he's like middle-aged dog. Um, but he's like one with the chickens. Yeah. Oh, so I'm just so curious. He was totally fine. Like he wasn't like, yo, let me play with you. Like he didn't <laughs> want to eat them. Like I just always think of like dogs eating chickens. If you ever I... introduce them to it. I think it will be interesting when I get the two new ones, even though I think they look like toys (laughs) because the three chickens that I have, they were in the house at 
one week old. So I was That's able right. to show Axel, like, you know, these are chickens. They're not mice. Cause he'll, he'll run around the yard after chipmunks and squirrels. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, I told him like, you know, these are chickens and, you know, you give them. <laughs> he speaks him. English. <laughs> he does speak English. And like, I, you know, sometimes I feel like when you care about something, the dog understands. They can that feel that. Yeah. You care about it. Um, because if it was a squirrel, I would be like, go get him, you know? Um, but he seems to be fine with them. He's been fine with them since day one. Um, but also I feel like that's also, um, what a German shepherd, their personalities are, um, Mm -hmm. because we also have a cat and he's the same way with the cat. Yeah, that's true. With it. I guess it's like introducing a cat to the bunch. Like it's just a different, different species, but if, if you had Lupa, I don't think that, um, I don't think she would be okay with the chicken because a husky is a prey, like a goat, like a, how do you say it? They're like predator. Uh, yeah. But they're like really high on like prey chasing. So I bet. Oh yeah. I mean, Lupa, I'm sure she's she's extremely fast. She's very fast. She's extremely smart. She's very intelligent, but she is very like nurturing like I've seen her like the one of the first times I introduced her to like young children because like obviously I don't have any children I'm the youngest in my family but none of my siblings have children granted a child is different than a chicken but when I like first introduced her to kids I she immediately it was like a a different lupa than I'd ever seen and she was young she must have been like six seven months maybe five months and she was like immediately like protective towards them like like laying in front of them, like, and she was like super sweet with them. But then again, like, and I see her, like she changes the way she acts around like really, really tiny, like puppies. Um, but I think she would be very curious and be like, Ooh, I'm going to get that thing. But I do think because like you're saying, like, if you're like, no, no, like, you know, cause I always use the, like, I call her my baby is the baby. So I'm like, okay, when I have a baby, I'm just going to be like, it's the baby. And she'll know, <laughs> oh, it's baby. <laughs> So, yes, our dogs speak English. Yeah, so they do. But I've heard, like, weird stories of, like, German shepherds, like, eating chickens, like, neighbor's chickens. But I think, again, it's like they don't know, you know? Like, it's like a... You do hear stories because I've had people say, like, oh, I couldn't have chickens because my my neighbor's dog was, like, running after Mm -hmm. them. So I think it probably just depends on the breed of dog. Like, smaller breed dogs are going to go after them. Um, But I feel like the larger breeds are, like, their temperament for that kind of stuff is like way lower. For uh, sure. And your chickens are lucky because now they have Axel protecting their ass. He's yeah, basically well, their bodyguard, their coop guard. Yeah. Well, we did have a hawk scare for the first time last week and it was honestly traumatizing um, because he came, you know, you see them in the sky, but he was actually down on the porch and, um, <gasps> and it was, and the, the chicken was huge. He was huge. And the chickens will tell you. I was in the house and I heard they would, they'll give you an they'll sound an alarm that's different than when they're roosting. And so I came running out, and um, the two roosters were down there like making a noise, and I couldn't find Lindy the hen. Oh no! And when I opened the door, the hawk took off, and I was running around the yard screaming at um, Peter. <laughs> the chicken (laughs) and I was like where is Lindy like Peter's gonna tell me where Lindy yeah like Peter's like oh sorry mom she's over here (laughs) and so I'm like in and out of the coop and I'm under the porch and I couldn't find her anywhere um and I maybe like she flew over the fence you know you don't know so when I came back in from the driveway I saw these feathers underneath the grill and she had 
wedged herself under the grill to the point where she couldn't get out. So I don't know what transpired between her and the hawk, but when I came out, the hawk was sitting next to the grill. So he was waiting for her to come out from under the grill. So he what must have asshole down and yeah. So they have scary. Been, is she okay now? Or she was like spooked after? Yeah, she was like, um, well, I, they've been in their coop now for about a week. Cause usually I just let them out in the yard and they just hang out yeah. there all day. And chickens are funny. They'll, they want to come out in the morning and they put their own selves to bed. So <laughs> the minute, the minute that the sun starts going down, they, wherever they are, they go back to the coop. They jump on top of their roost and they're, that's it. So they, they're very cute. So, but, so they've been in their coop, which is smaller than I'd like it to be, uh, but it does have an outside run. So they've been in there, they've been in there for a week now. And then the only time that I do let them out now is if Axel is in the yard. The hawk won't come down if a human is there or something. No, or like a German shepherd. (laughs) So now I'm in the process of getting a larger, like 10 foot by 10 foot run for them because they'll have cover how big is your yard the, see the yard isn't big so i never thought to get them a run the yard is small enough that they have their coop and then they could just kind of hang out in the yard um mm-hmm. so i'll have to <laughs> so speaking of a run i put on facebook uh if anyone in town can build me a run this guy was like yeah i'll be able to do a run and i was like okay bruno part two <laughs> <laughs> so these two guys show up they're in cowboy hats. No, like, in Massachusetts. And I was like, I understand that I'm one hour away from Boston, but like, you go around every day in a cowboy yeah. hat. <laughs> <laughs> so I had two cowboys come and measure my space, but they wanted to charge six hundred dollars, which I thought was a lot of money for just a run because a run is just nothing. It's different than like the. It's not like the whole house. No, their whole house was seven hundred dollars, and that it's got bridges and doors, and I mean, it's, yeah. It's like a house. Yeah, it's like a decked out crib for chicken. So I'm looking into a chain link fence and um but I've but I also thought, you know, I also did go to YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) Can I build this myself? Yeah. (laughs) How to carpenter plus chicken run. (laughs) yeah so uh hopefully this week i'll have their chicken run up and running and then um and then they won't be cooped up in their coop well i will definitely be following along on both your insta and at the eggplant coop to all my listeners go follow um and then i'm gonna just throw in a shameless plug for at live in la vida lupa if you're already not following her i don't know what you're doing but if you're gonna follow the eggplant coop just follow both a husky a white husky looks like a direwolf and of course Axel, your German shepherd. Yep. Wait, what's Kitty's name? The Kitty yeah, cat. Kitty doesn't have a name. Her name is yeah, Kitty. Yeah, Kitty. That's what I thought. It is Kitty. That's what I thought. And then Kitty. We can't forget Kitty. And then our chickens, who we've heard a lot about, Pete and Lindy. And then what's the third one's name again? Allison. Allison. That's right. I was like, I know it's another human name. I think it's but female, Allison. But- turned out to be a rooster so alice rooster yeah yeah so it's just that's okay maybe maybe allison identifies as female but is just in a rooster's body chicken gender is but a social construct so allison is doing (laughs) doing his her her own thing (laughs) yes yes something else i know you've been really into in your we'll call it q2 because it's Mm -hmm. year two of the q and it this is a newer thing you've been into is juicing and i don't mean juicing in the sense of like i'm on a juice cleanse and I'm only drinking no. juice, but cause let's be real. I know you're eating all the foods, but yeah. you've been juicing, correct? Yes. So 
And I don't remember how I got into juicing either. I mean, I just get into these things. Before. I think you literally told me you were like breaking out and you were like, I'm trying to glow up and stop my breakout. So I'm juicing every, yeah. any and any vegetable I can think of. <laughs> well, the thing is though, is like when you, I feel like I'm not the type of person that can go like 200% on something because like, I'm not going to do a, do a juice cleanse because I'd pass no, out. fuck that. I passed yeah. out in the first two hours, you know, like it's just not for me. Um, but so many people were saying like how their skin cleared up and how they had so much energy and they weren't so tired. And I was like, well, hell, like I'm fucking tired, you know, and yeah. I'm tired. <laughs> what can I do about that? <laughs> and it's not like I'm going to go to going to go to bed any earlier. Like I'm not going to change my schedule of staying up too late. So real quick, can you just share with my listeners? Let's just hear what your bedtime schedule is when you wake yeah. up and then we'll get back into juicing so they can understand just why you are so tired. Every, everybody yeah. thinks they're tired. I want people to hear when you go to sleep. When people tell me they're tired, I'm like, are you sure? <laughs> um, so we, since we're open almost 24 hours a day um, and I run the office. Well, I run everything. So I manage and oversee everything. So there is really no beginning or end to the day to be quite honest with you, but I usually wake up around eight thirty nine in the morning. And that's because all the animals have told me they're hungry. Um, mm-hmm. and then I'm awake all day in the office, in the warehouse. And then we have dinner at three thirty four o'clock PM. And then I have to take a nap. Um, even though I am not a very good napper in general, I have to take a nap from like 7 PM to 10 PM. Um, and then I work full time, like guns blazing in from 10 PM until like three 30 in the morning. Um, so I usually go to bed at like four 30 in the morning. And then again, and then I'm awake again at eight 30 in the morning. So I'm just not well. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. So um, this is not how a human should live, if anyone yeah. is curious. But I just want people to know, because every time I see him, yeah. I'm like, what the, this bitch goes to sleep at 4.30 and wakes up at 8.30. Like, are you yeah. okay? <laughs> well, I definitely have a lot of brain fog. Um, but I do, like, I can I can run off adrenaline, which isn't really the best way to to live. Um, but I definitely, yeah, like I said, I have a lot of brain fog a lot and I'm tired a lot, which I also feel like maybe just like as a female, I felt like my body is just like gray from just not having enough sleep or having the right like cycle, you know, cause it's not really like typical. Um, so that's why so many people were saying like celery juice was, mm-hmm doing all these great things. And I thought, well, I mean, I can get it for free, you know? Yeah. I have, I know a guy <laughs> after the first week, I was like, I don't know if I would continue on this journey if I wasn't getting the produce for free. Cause it actually is quite expensive. I've heard it's very expensive because you need like a whole celery stock. Yeah. It's not like, Oh, here's two celeries for like right. the juice. It's like a whole celery stock for one, eight, ounce thing or like two a.m. maybe it's like for 16 ounces or right. something ridiculous and, and that gets also, especially because you have to use organic or whatever maybe so that yeah. shit gets expensive well it's expensive and then also I figured out I didn't have any room in my refrigerator for anything else like <laughs> I don't know I, don't, I just don't know what all these people are doing so so I'm I'm doing it only because it's free I guess and I can just go down the warehouse and get some more celery um 
and I think it's working. Skin looks beautiful, but I think it Thank always you. looks good, but it looks really good. Um, yeah, like it feels like a little bit better. I mean, I'm always mm-hmm. like the type of girl that has like the magnifying mirror and like I'll go in there and like look for blackheads. Like I'm that kind of person. Um, so there's definitely less like blackheads on my face mm. um, and like a little bit less like breaking out around here, which was my problem area. Um Am I still around crying? here being the chin? Sorry, this is a listening oh, platform, but I got you. <laughs> right around like my chin and like mouth area. Yeah, was like mm-hmm. the worst of it. But that could be like, I mean, it could be the food you're eating. It could be hormonal. Right. I mean, it could be anything. Um, so I, I started celery juicing. And then, of course, you know, you go down these rabbit holes. You can add carrots for like mm-hmm. skin brightening. So I did, I would mix them all together. But like I said, I'm not going to do a juice cleanse. Then I went, I was following the medical medium on Instagram. Oh yeah, good. I mean, that's the one who started it all, started all the celery. Yeah. But then of course he was like, well, you know, it's not as effective if you're mixing cucumbers and apples in there. And I was like, I, I think he's just saying that to keep his like celery juice train a thing. <laughs> yeah. Like and I was shut like, the fuck up. It's not as effective. Yeah. And I was like, dude, I'm just grateful. I'm not trying to juice burrata cheese into my celery juice. <laughs> like, like I'll put a cucumber in there if I want to. So. Yeah. And it's not like you're adding like sugar. Like you're just putting a cucumber in for more hydration. Yeah. Or a carrot for more glowing skin. Like, yeah. So, um, it's been going well. I do like it just with my schedule. I need to like properly, like I'll go to the gym and then I'll have a juice. And then, so, cause it's like, otherwise, mm-hmm. where am I going to put a juice in my day? I don't really know. For sure. I mean, the fact that you're even able to do it is I'm jealous. Like I'm like, wow, the sleep, the whole sleep thing is probably not sustainable. I will say it sounds like juicing for you is probably more sustainable for you than anyone else, unless you're like rich and famous and someone's prepping all your celery juice for you. So then I realized where we buy the produce at the New England Produce Center, I can get flats of wheatgrass, which Mm -hmm. isn't too much wheatgrass. So I got it for, it was like, it's actually, it's a lot of wheatgrass, but I get it at cost $13, which is so cheap. Oh, what? That's like, that literally is it. That is a juice when you buy it somewhere. Well, because at the store, they have these tiny little packages for like $6. So, I mean, this was an entire flat. Um, but then I realized I needed a special juicer for the wheatgrass. And then I had How to get fucked that. up is that? It was just incredible. And then... Did you get it? So I got it in the mail. Of course you did. <laughs> I, juiced, I, I juiced it. And then in the meantime, my wheatgrass flat, wheatgrass, I didn't know, but I Googled it. It gets very moldy. Um on their you bottom. can't even, you can't win. <laughs> so I ended up giving the wheatgrass to the chickens and they love it. So I was like, you know well, what? At least they're living good. And I was like, at least Peter is going to have some glow up chapters. for everyone. Literally. Yeah. All around is going to be a glow up. So it's just, now I have two juicers on my counter. It's ridiculous. So now I'm doing that, but I kind of like got off of the bandwagon and I haven't really got back into it. Cause it's actually, there's so many twists and turns to the wheatgrass juicer that I was just like, I need to like read the manual and that's just not for me. So Too much. we don't have time for that. I don't have time to read a manual. If, so. if it's not intuitive and if you can't yeah. just YouTube it, like you can with carpenting, we're over it. Yeah. Yeah. So I might pick it back up. I'm sure that I'll pick it back up again, you know, in a couple of weeks when I, I don't know who knows, I'm sure I'll pick it back up, but the wheatgrass is supposed to cure like everything and anything you have. I used to take wheatgrass shots all the time. And I'm, and I, and it occurred to me, I think it occurred to me like when you 
were showing off your flat of wheatgrass on social media that I was like, wow, what happened to like wheatgrass shots? Like that used to be such a thing. Now I guess celery juice is the thing. But then I was like, oh, I kind of miss having a shot of wheatgrass. I used to love mixing, um, like when I, I'd go to Whole Foods, do a little shop or whatever, but I'd go to the juice bar and I'd be like, I want a wheatgrass ginger shot. Like I would get the yeah. two mixed in one, like half and half. And it kind of made the two, because they're both kind of awful to take, more bearable, oddly enough. Because <laughs> the two are masking each other. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, yeah, I think I'll, I'll get back into it. I would like to get back into it soon. Um, only, only for the, like, mere, like, health benefits that everybody is, like, toting about. I mean, I'm not going to change my diet of, like, prosciutto no, and No, fuck piranha. that, man. Yeah, but I will add in the juicing. Yeah, I feel that. You know, you just got to make, make the health things work for you yeah going gluten-free is not a thing for you that's okay add in the celery juice <laughs> yeah. okay well what we're gonna have to do is in a couple of weeks when you're back on the juicing maybe we'll have to dial back up because I want to do a I want to do a juice with you I want to do a, a Felicia original because my mom has a juicer and I asked her if I could borrow it specifically for our episode but I wasn't able to see her in time but she was so funny she was like oh my god take it you can have it because she tried doing the celery juice thing for like she was gonna do it for a month to see if it helped her she was getting like crazy hives um like almost a year ago with like I think just the stress of like COVID and just different things going on she just could not kick these like crazy hives that were appearing and so but long story short she's like oh my god have it oh I loved the juicer, but now I can't even look at it. It reminds me of that celery juice. She like, I think she literally did it for a day and was like, nope. <laughs> yeah, you have to like kind of commit to it because it's not going to be something that is like instinctual to your everyday habits. So mm-hmm. you have to kind of like for me, I got like four things and put them in the fridge. And I was like, I will make this, you know? So mm-hmm. you kind of, because the first day you're like, holy shit. You got to clean all these parts and like, it's it's a lot. You have to be really disciplined about it if you're going to do it. So I always am like, I walk in the door and before I go into the office, I make a celery juice, I clean it and then I'm on with my day and then I don't have to think about it again. For everyone listening, you know, you got to (laughs) commit. Commit or just don't do it at all. I'm a very all or nothing person, which I think you might, I feel like, well, yeah, hello, we're both Sagittarius, so... Uh. Yes. Um, makes sense why we agree on a lot of things. So here we are, neutral grounds, 2021. We're starting it here. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, Felicia, I love you so much. Thank you for taking time out of your day. Unless we, anyone wants to listen to us for like three more hours, Joe Rogan style, but we've got some good, good content in here. <laughs> you know what we'll have to do? We'll have to bring you back once we have the silky chickens. And the yeah. Polish chicken in your life. Well, yeah, that's just like a whole nother level, you know? Yeah. Because, I mean, at that point, when you get into, like, chicken competitions, I mean, I feel like that is going to be endless stories. I mean, just imagine the people that I'm going to encounter, you know? Uh, exactly. Like, Bruno was just the tip of the iceberg. Oh. He was just, or the tip of the penis. He was literally just the tip. So yeah. I can't wait to hear where this chicken journey takes you. It's, it's going to, it's going to get, it's going to get real weird. Like for sure. Definitely. I'm here for that journey. Absolutely. But thank you for, for chatting and sharing about your produce, chicken, chicken coop life.
Hashtag eggplant coop with Felicia Carr. Eggplant coop. Well, thank you for having me on.